Shameless Media. This episode of Everybody Has a Secret is brought to you by Fizzer Seltzer. Seltzer season is back and Fizzer Seltzer is making it the best one yet with the launch of their new range, Fizzer Sour. wondered if someone's having an affair, if their money is a little suspicious, or if the rumours about their family are true. We think everybody is carrying around a secret. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I am your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Eilish Gilligan is, as always, sitting beside me. Hello, Eilish. Hi. Hi. And opposite me today is my co-host, Dill Buckley. Welcome. Thank you so much, girls. Thank you so much. Oh, I was saying off mic before that I'm really dreading this because we're playing 50-50, but today it's my <laughs> turn. I guess I'll talk through the spiel about the rules. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I really don't want to do me. this. <laughs> you were freaking out being like, I don't have a story. And I'm like, that's because you don't need one. <laughs> Okay, here is how this game works for the listeners at home. In this glass, I have put in a one-line description of a true story of mine. And our producers have put in a completely made-up story title too, which none of us in this pod studio have seen. Then I will pick one at random. Hence the name 50-50. I have got a 50% chance of getting my own story and telling you the truth. And a 50% chance I'll have to riff on the spot and convince you guys of a lie which I'm notoriously terrible at. (laughs) I can't lie and I also can't spot a lie. So how do you think you'll go spotting a lie if I am lying? Pretty good. I reckon I'll go, I reckon I'll go right. I yeah, I reckon it. you're good too. And Eilish is pretty good. Okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll have to pick. Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm nervous, man. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> this show's crazy. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm actually so scared. Okay. I once had to quit my job because my boss hit my dad's car. Wow. Where were you working? Um, I was working at Subway. Subway? Yeah. Sandwich I worked, artist. I was a sandwich artist, which <laughs> famously a sandwich artist. I've spread that far and wide because I'm so proud. <laughs> Side note, like Subway is so good. Yeah. yeah. You eat fresh. It's not, just, I'm a massive Subway guy. Not yeah. sponsored, but yeah. Not sponsored, Subway but. Not yet. Yeah. Those cookies. <laughs> God, I can't get enough of them. How long can we talk about this so I yeah, don't so, have to actually talk about okay, the story? Okay, so the thing is, I'm just thinking like you're car was out the front of Subway or near Subway? It was at Subway, but it was outside in the parking lot. So I worked at Subway next to a university. There were a bunch of like food restaurant type things in the one block. So it was kind of a shared what else was there? car park. There was a dumpling house. <laughs> From memory, there was also like an internet, like a TPG kind of <laughs> joint as well. I want to know about the... F- was it firing? Did I hear you got fired or you lost? I left the job. You left Because my job. boss hit my dad's car outside of Subway. And did he not want to pay the damages? Yeah. So what happened was I was finishing up my shift after a hard day's work of being a sandwich artiste. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was picking me up because I was in high school. And he, my dad was parked in a spot where I'm not sure he was supposed to be parked because it was such a tight like parking lot and he was just picking me up. But he was still, he was like parked. Illegally. Illegally. <laughs> but Colin Lee is otherwise a very <laughs> lawful citizen. 
Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> and then my boss was also leaving, like wrapping up his day at work and crashed into my dad. My dad was quite far away. Illegally parked. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come out of my shift and I can see them talking. And so I go to them, oh, how do you guys know each other? Turns out they were having like quite a heated argument. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they look at me and then they go, oh, so you're Annabelle's dad. And, and my dad goes, oh, so you're Annabelle's boss. And then oh my, my dad is like, don't worry about it. That's so awkward. Yeah. Your dad said, don't worry about what? About whatever they were fighting about, I guess, paying damages. Mm. Was mm. it a really bad, like, could you see the dent in the car? You could. Was it a, like, fancy car or was it, like, just a... Nah, whatever? it was, like, the one I had all childhood. My dad was driving all throughout my childhood. A Toyota or something, not a fancy car. It was still a car. Well, I'm still... just thinking if Annabelle's dad's saying don't worry mm. when it's his fault, though. Is it why his he, like, fault? Because the guy goes, I backed into your car, it's your fault. And he goes, don't worry. He goes, well, I am worried because it's your fault. You know what I mean? I think it's the boss's fault, even though the car was parked illegally, right? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. It's my dad. Maybe this is the question: Is Annabelle's dad a criminal, or is it? Um, <laughs> I still hate my dad. <laughs> I'm saying just you know, like this parking spot for a reason. So it was it was a full it was a full parking lot, okay. and he was just pulled up in a regular, otherwise safe area. People had parked there before and it was out of the way for sure. <laughs> Justice for Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would actually be the hoodwink of the century if he had convinced everybody that it was the boss's, the boss's fault. fault. But That's it, what I'm thinking. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And, and the boss like, is like, no, I am worried yeah. <laughs> because my car's been hit. Well, after dad said, don't worry about it, my boss was like, all right, cool. And then he like, turned to me and was like, see you tomorrow at work. And then it was awkward ever since. And then, like, why did you leave? We just couldn't Look talk each to each other. other. Yeah. Hmm. I was there for three years and I really loved did it. Did you have friends there? Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> Subway was my first job. If you don't count, like, paper rounds. I did paper rounds as Same. a kid. I did Aww. that too. How fun is it? Well, my mum did it for me because I just... Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my mum helped yeah. me too. <laughs> well, my mum really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It was one of those spots because I went to an all-girls high school. Whenever I worked with boys, I was like, oh, my God, boys. <laughs> So I have very fond memories. Unfortunately, mm. this incident ruined it for me. Where did you work next? In retail. Yeah. Did you get yep. a referral from the boss? I got a referral from someone else who worked there, a manager. I don't think you're lying about Subway. I think that happened. I she don't... definitely worked at Subway. Yeah, you definitely worked at Subway. Yeah, you I can hear the passion in my voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your favourite bread? Oh, Italian herb and cheese. Same. Yeah. Favourite sub? Like, okay, pre-working at Subway, I love talking about this. You can get me for hours. Best, I've got the best order ever. Oh, no, nah, you can't be mine. <laughs> pre-working there, it was the meatballs, yeah. but you don't want to know what this no. is. <laughs> I don't think I can say that. <laughs> right. It was just like having to make the meatballs was oh. kind of gross, getting your hands in there. Ooh. But during and currently, it's teriyaki chicken. I don't think mm. the chicken's much better, to be completely honest with you, but what's yours? I can't eat Subway anymore because I am celiac. Oh, yeah. I love saying slay. It's, <laughs> it's funny coming out I of your mouth. Really, I, like, I don't get to use it on my platforms. So, like, it's nice to use it here. Well, yeah, feel free. Feel yeah, free to go drop for it. it. I loved a veggie delight, though. Those veggie patties, delicious. Yeah. Still over to you, and I'm then we'll wrap up this segment. Falafel guy. Oh. Yeah. But I don't, I get. Three balls. They normally give you six. I say just three, please. Three pieces of cheese, lettuce, cucumber, carrot, onion, olives, jalapenos, and then a lot of Southwestern. Great sauce. Okay, wrapping up segment. Wrapping up segment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I I think this is true. You think this is true? I think it's true. Okay. I Alice? think this might be true as well. Okay. It is. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. I think it was because if it was, I was really scared if I got the fake story. I would have actually had to leave the room. <laughs> you did such a good job because there was other bits where I was like, the bit about whose fault it was. Because mm, I still yeah. think it's your dad's fault. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, who, did he actually say don't worry about it? He or? did. It was the most awkward thing ever. I think they were trying to figure out whose fault it was. I do think it was my boss's fault. Okay. Because my dad is like a really careful driver and yeah. he's a stickler for the rules. Yeah. But yes, you guys did incredibly. You both are very good at spotting a lie, it turns out. <laughs> or we spotting the truth. Spotting the truth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. Are we ready, Dill, to hear today's secret? Yes. Yes, thank you, Eilish. So here's the secret. About eight months ago, I won the lottery. Yes, the actual lottery. It sounds kind of old school for my age. I'm not yet 30, but I have always been into buying lottery tickets. It runs in the family. My grandma used to be massively into buying scratchies. Anyway, it was more of a ritual than anything else. A family tradition, if you will. And then... One day, about eight months ago, I won a whole stack of money, just under seven figures to be exact. I could not believe it. I can't explain the feeling of having your whole life change in an instant. Suddenly, I could buy a car. I didn't need to save for two years to go to Europe. I could just buy whatever I wanted. When I found out, the only person I called was my mum. She raised me as a single mum, and I wanted to share the news and the money with her. Obviously, it took me a few hours to convince her I wasn't joking, and then she just couldn't stop crying. It changed her life too. It's so weird. People always ask you hypothetical questions about the lottery. What would you do with the money? Would you tell everyone or no one? I could never understand how people would win the lottery and keep it a secret. The logistics blew my mind. How could you just come into money and not tell your best friend? But now I get it. After all, the only person in my life who knows I won the money is my mum. Not my friends or extended family. I haven't told a soul. I never really planned to keep it so secret. Initially, I told myself I wanted to get my head around the money before I told people about it. And then months went on and there was never a moment where it felt like I wanted to tell people. Since winning the money, I've done quite a bit of shopping. Like, a lot. I bought a car and a bunch of designer bags and clothes. I have a new watch. It costs more than my old car. I wasn't exactly being subtle about it. Naturally, people started talking behind my back. They noticed and were intrigued. A few weeks ago, my best friend sort of confronted me about it, telling me people were talking about it and wondering herself if something had changed. I flipped out. I got so mad at her and said some really ugly things. I guess I found it really hypocritical. So many of the people talking about me came from wealthy families. They inherited money every day, but no one questioned them about anything because what? They deserve the money? Was it the fact that money suited people more if their family always had it? I can't explain why I got so mad, but I did. I ended up lying to her. I told her that actually, I was buying things on credit and was now in a whole heap of debt and I was struggling to pay it off. Oh, it's a big lie. (laughs) I just wanted her to get off my back. And now I'm in another whole web of lies. Since then, she's been checking in on me and is really worried about me. Am I a horrible person? Should I have just told her about the lottery win? Ha. <sighs> okay. This is actually a secret that I've always thought about how people would handle it. Because mm. I think everyone would handle it differently. If you win the lottery, who would you tell? 
still, what are your gut feelings right now after hearing that secret? She had me until the last bit. Yeah. Mm. Like I would do, I reckon I'd do the same thing. Mm. I'm not a big, I've never bought a lottery ticket. Mm. Me neither. Never, ever. My dad has. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, lives I, on the edge. <laughs> you know how expensive lottery tickets are? They're are really they? Expensive. Like 80 bucks. Mental. Yeah, I'm with her. I, I think that was cool. But then the lying part about the end, you, you I, lie once, you lie twice. It's just. Yeah. I think what I would have done in this situation is probably if my best friend confronted me. I imagine I probably would have told my best friend to begin with that I won you the reckon, lottery. I don't I, reckon I would. I don't reckon I would have. Because Really? Because then it's kind of a snowball effect. Because you don't want to, you want to tell your friends, don't you? But Yeah, well, I at least would have if my friend confronted me, I think. But also, who knows, I've never been in this position. Yeah. I would like to think I would then be like, hey, this is the situation. I can kind of understand that there's all this like built up emotion inside of you when you feel like, for example, your friends are wealthy and they don't have the right to ask you questions like this. And then it kind of exploding in the way that it did and that leading to a lie. Like I get the course, but I don't necessarily think it was the right thing to do. Still, let's talk more about this. There's much more to chat through. Let's do that right after the break. It is officially summer and I am not exaggerating when I say I have been waiting all year for this season. I love everything that this time of the year brings, but one of the best things has to be enjoying the sunshine with my friends, especially with a cool, refreshing drink in hand. Fizzer Seltzers have been a staple in the fridge for a couple of years now. They are the perfect treat to have on a warm day. This year, they are dialing up the flavour with their all-new range of alcoholic seltzers, Fizzer Sour. The team has worked hard to bring you the most nostalgic three flavours, sour grape, sour apple and sour watermelon. I love a bit of tang in my drinks, so this is definitely on my list as the weather warms up. Australian made and owned, Fizzer Seltzers are available in independent Bottolos, Dan Murphy's, BWS, Liquorland, First Choice stores and online. You can also score 20% off the Fizzer Seltzer range on their online store with the code SHAMELESS20. Thank you so much to Fizzer Sour for making this episode of Everybody Has a Secret possible. I said before the break that I would tell my best friend that I'd won the lottery. You disagreed. Let's yeah. talk about it. Why? I, I'm sort of backtracking. <laughs> no, I, I've had a little time to think. I think what I would do, because there's this part, right, where you say you won the lottery and then it's like anything you do past there, they just go, oh, but you won the lottery. So it's mm. sort of like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you go well in business or life or you buy a house, like, oh, yeah, you won the lottery. Or, yeah. She mm. won the lottery. Like, of course. So yeah. I can see in a way it sort of hurts what you do from there because you still got it. Like, what is it? People that win the lottery, it's like half of them actually end up going broke yeah. because mm. they don't know how to manage their money. So I can see that side of it. I think I'd tell my friends and family maybe shorten the amount of how much it actually was. Oh, so you'd mm. kind of lie too. Yeah. Interesting. I think I would tell my best friend and my family and then be like, but you can't tell anyone. And is that fair? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I actually think the reason why I wouldn't tell a group of friends, but I would tell my one best friend is because in a group it becomes like that culture of when you're out it's like oh well she's got money but I think I could tell my best friend and communicate as well the fear of that happening and be like I would love it if we could just keep this to ourselves I know you spoke before in another episode about your relationship (laughs) (laughs) with your relationship with talking about money have you ever kept a financial secret before no 
Yeah. Besides the one I kept Just earlier, before. like not telling everyone. Um, pretty, yeah, pretty transparent. And like even, you know, having family now and my partner, like we are fully transparent with each other on finances and we have one sort of two accounts, but we have one sort of credit card we both use. And yeah, I think you've got to, it's really cool to have a partner on the same page. Yeah. So I like having, you know, being in a bit of a team like that, but not really. Like I've been always, I'm really conservative, like with stuff like I hate loans. I'd rather mm. buy something straight out than have like something over my head and stuff like that. So yeah, I've never taken out like X credit cards or anything like that. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I have never shared finances though, which will be interesting if or when I ever do, because I would say I'm also quite conservative with my money. And I think it's hard to find somebody as well who has those aligned financial values as you. Eilish, have you ever kept a financial secret? A little bit. Like when I was freelancing, like freelancing is... It's crazy out there, man. Yeah. Like you never know. I hear, I hear horror stories. Yeah, <laughs> you never know when the next check is coming. And I've had definitely had situations where my parents would be like, "Hey, you going for money? You okay?" Yeah. And I didn't want to worry them or have them. You know, when your parents are like, "Take this, take yeah. this," and it's like, "No, no, 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 no." I yeah. don't want you to do that. I would often just be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> I'm rolling. living it up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when in reality, I was like emailing someone for the third time being like, hey, just following up on this invoice. Yeah. like, blah, blah. But I think that's the most serious. That just seems like it comes out of a place of love. Yeah. I just thought of one before and it's quite funny, actually. It was a long time ago. But when I first started playing footy, mm. I was using like a family and accountant mm. for like tax returns and stuff. And all my teammates were like, oh, we got back X amount and we got back X. And I was like, why am I paying tax? Like, it just wasn't done Mm. right. And then long story short, I won't bore you, but there's this thing called like in a media industry, like where your wage can like fluctuate. So it's like for sports and stuff like that. It's like a tax rule. Right. It's called averaging. Yeah. Yeah, Averaging. And my account just didn't know about that. Mm. So I ended up going to another account and ended up getting... They go like, you know, you've missed out on X amount of tax for three years. So Mm. I actually got refunded like quite a lot of money. That was mine anyway, but I just got it sent back. Mm. And... When it went through, the ATO paid me twice. Oh, oh my God. So one day, oh, this is excellent. I looked into my bank account and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've never seen this money. I was like, huh? what the hell? Have you guys ever seen I Think You Should Leave? Yes, I have. You know I, I've seen like okay. a couple of episodes. Yeah. yeah. No relevance. But he just says this thing and he goes, what the hell? So I was like that. And I was like, what do I do? And I sort of was like just walking around with a couple of teammates and I was like, mate, like this just, they knew my situation. I was like, they've paid me twice. <laughs> and oh. they're like, just hold on to it. Don't say anything. I'm the kind of person that wouldn't say anything either. I didn't say anything. So I was like sitting there and I was like, I don't know what to do here. And I, I'm not a very good liar either. I was like, mm. fr- I'm high anxiety. I was freaking out. I was like, I'm going to go to jail, you know, all these things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do I do? And I was like, I'm just going to give it like a week. Mm-hmm. And then see if the accountant says anything, if they, you know, they're going to pick up on the mistake. Anyway, like I waited like a week, still nothing. <laughs> and then the accountant called me and he's like, mate, did you get that payment? I'm like, yes. Which isn't a lie. Isn't a lie. <laughs> he's like, did it all go through okay? Yes. <laughs> More than okay, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? And I was like, nah, look, mate, to be honest, like, I think I've been paid twice. No deal. I, I don't know what, and he goes, we've got to tell him. Because they will find out eventually and then mm. they'll in 10 years they'll want it back and, you know, da-da-da. Mm. But 
long story short, I had to hold on to the money for like 12 months. So I had it in my account, but I couldn't spend it. And I was like, if you want it back... How, like, just take it. Don't let <laughs> See, me just, like, have it here. I'm no professional. I'm no accountant. But I reckon if you didn't say anything. Maybe. They're so busy. Like, who's going to look <laughs> back and yeah. be like, oh, what's Jill Buckley's nah, account looking we, like? They'll find it. They'll, they'll find, find it. it. We gave it back. But, um, yeah, it was pretty funny. You mentioned before that you would, like, talk to your teammates about this kind of thing. Did you talk to them about, like, money and salary specifically? It's really funny question. Like, a lot of guys, it depends on the person. And I think for me, like, always being someone that was on the lower end, I didn't want to know because mm. it brought, brought a lot of resentment. And I was mm. like, you know, we're the same. Like, I, I'm better than you in my head. Yeah. Like, why are you on triple my wage yeah. or something like that? So it was, it was quite hard to honestly, like, sit around an office going, like, I know you're on this. They rate you that much better than me or, like, because yeah. we're, you know, that's how it was. But... Other guys would be quite quiet. But in that industry, you know, it's reported what guys are on too and mm. some would be, you know, very open with what they're on. So, yeah, you just got used to knowing what, what people were on, which was hard. Did people, like, ask you? What, Not me. What you guys <laughs> <laughs> Not me personally. No, they probably just knew. But, um, right. Yeah, I think it'd always be, like, after a few beers, you'd be out at, you know, and you'd, you'd see some bank accounts. and just like, Yeah. Interesting. And what about now? Do you talk to your friends about money at all? Not my friends, but I have people in my life that are like mentors and uh, advisors and stuff like that. So I've got like an accountant that I'm really close with. He's like a CFO, but accountant. So we're like very regularly chatting about finances. And there's also this thing that I'm looking at doing. It's called the Elephant Group. A friend of mine, Nick Crocker, who's a really successful guy, you sit around a room with like five people that you trust, all have good goals. You're not close in terms of you got a lot of trust, but you're not friends on the weekend. Yeah. And you sit around and say, okay, this is what I have. This is what I earn. This is what I want to do. Mm. And the point of it is like the elephant's got the longest memory and you keep each other accountable. Cool. Right. So you've got to find the right people to do it, which I'm in the process of doing. Because I think it's cool because you could think like, I don't have a lot of money. Or you could think I have a lot of money. But then you listen to five other people in a similar age or career or that want to do certain things, then you it could shift completely. So that's something I'm really open to do. So awesome. you in this room, are you all kind of at different levels or in the same? You could be like within a four-year gap of up and down, I suppose. Yeah, so okay. it's like cool for people to go like, I want to get to that. And then other people to go like, I'm here. This is what you can do. Yeah. Because I want to get in one of those rooms. I am so bad at financial planning for my future. I'm great at saving, but beyond that, I'm like nothing. Any advice people I always give is like, go do accounting. Not that mm. I did that, but it's mm. like, go do it just to know your basics of it. Yeah. Let's circle back. Actually, we've been talking about money for a lot, Sorry. which is very, very yeah. interesting. But let's circle back to this secret. Why do you think this listener got so like mad, like actually angry when her friend inquired about her financial situation? Because I think I said before, it was probably an accumulation of other stuff, jealousy perhaps. I know personally, <laughs> when I get riled up or upset with something when someone questions me, it's probably because I know I'm doing the wrong thing. Defensiveness. Yeah. Mm. And I've learned that a lot from a, my beautiful wife. <laughs> Whenever she questions me on something and I don't care, it's like I, I'm okay. But yeah. if I get defensive and bite, it's probably because it's holding some weight with me. Yeah. Mm. I think in my defensiveness, I crumble like emotionally I'll cry yeah. <laughs> that's my thing I, I go back I, I bite hard so. <laughs> we would be terrible in a yeah. room together. Yeah. <laughs> do you think though that yes it's defensiveness because she kind of is doing something a little bit wrong she's lying to her friend mm. do you think though that it has something to do with the way that she watches all of her friends around her relate to their own money and privilege for mm -hmm. lack of a better word do you think there's some resentment that's been building for like 
a very long time that is now suddenly coming to the fore. Yeah, for sure. Like, do you mean that the way they treat money or their relationship with money has always been quite easy and now that this person, this listener has come into the sum of money, Mm -hmm. it's like a whole next level of privilege that she doesn't think her friends are reckoning with? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If that's the case, then yes. (laughs) I also slay with that. (laughs) Oh, it's back. The slay is back. So, you guys, I actually have a little twist for you. Oh, Oh, no. There's a little bit more information to this story. Okay. The issue is, since I told my best friend I was in debt, she's been insisting on giving me some money for my so-called debt. She comes from a lot of money herself, so she keeps insisting that it's nothing to her if she gives me a bit of it to ease my stress. I keep telling her I don't need it, but she keeps pestering me. I'm worried she won't take no for an answer. Do I take the money to shut her up and say I will pay her back later? Or do I come clean about everything? No, don't take the money. I know I said before that these friends obviously have a different relationship with money and perhaps it means a little bit less than it does to her, but I don't think that means that you can take her money. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely think this listener should tell her friend. And I think that it's not the end of the world. Now that we're at this stage, I still think that she can come back from it by telling the truth. The next stage you can't come back from, though. No, if you take the money and if she finds out the truth, my friendship is absolutely over. Friends and finances is such a... Tricky. tricky... Lovely of a friend to offer the money. That's beautiful. So does this change things then for you, Dil? Yeah, I think she's she's got to come clean. Yeah, for sure. If you were in the friend's position and your friend had told you, I'm in a bunch of debt and they're clearly very upset, very emotional... What would you do? Do you think you'd offer money as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think this, I think that like you've just got to have strict things in place. Like, and this might sound bad, but I'd get something in place that it's at least in an email. Yeah, but I think like the trouble comes more later on with the payback and stuff like that. If it's just a here, mate, have ten grand, five grand, six grand, whatever you need for your car or house or whatever. You know, that's when you've got to have like at least an agreement in email to be like, all right, this is what we agreed to. Try and get it back by then. If it's not back. Something like that. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that I would lend money, but I'd be drawing up contracts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've lent money to people and I still I haven't got it back, but I know it will one day. Yeah. Mm. Would you, Eilish, ever lend a friend money? Yeah, if I had it, I reckon I would. <laughs> and I didn't have contracts for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would also be the kind of person to have like a paper trail. Yeah. And just be like, just keeping track of where this is going. Yeah, right. I don't think I've ever lent money to a friend before, but I've shared, I said before I haven't shared finances, but I have had kind of like a shared finance situation with my sister and we have something in writing, even though like I trust her fully. It's just always good to have. Okay, if you were this listener's best friend then, do you think you would be mad if this listener came clean and was like, oh, I actually lied to you. Don't give him money, but I lied to you. I think she'd understand, like... Do you reckon? I think if my... I think it's all, <laughs> I think I would as well. I, I reckon it would change things a little. It would definitely be a whole other kettle of fish if my friend did take the money and then afterwards felt guilty That's a different and told story, me. Yeah. I think there is a world where I would understand. It's always hard to make calls like that, though, when it's never happened to you. So it's like I would want to think the best of myself as a friend that I would be forgiving because forgiveness is a great quality to have as a person and a friend. But maybe if I was in that position, I would feel a little bit like a fool. It also mm. like means that the best friend of our listener has to kind of reckon with why the listener thought that they needed to lie to her in the first place. Yeah. And maybe that I understand mean... the lie. Yeah, okay. I get the lie. Yeah. I'm okay with the lie. Mm. Talk me through it. Yeah. Why? Well, I just think like, I think winning the lotto and coming into that 
I just think it's something that can just change things so mm, quick. Like yeah. it can just change us so much. And like you said before, even about like thinking they have to pay for things now, thinking everything's fine in their life. Like we know in this age now you can have money, but it doesn't mean you're happy or yeah. all those bits and pieces. I just think it changes a lot. So I'd give them grace for like a six months period of like mm. working it out, knowing what they're trying to do. And then if they told me after that, I'd be like, okay, I get that. Yeah, mm. I agree with you, which is perhaps why if they took the money, that would change things. Oh, it's definitely. not yeah. just the lie in isolation. It's like, oh, you actually actioned it <laughs> with the money. Like you had won the lottery, you have money and you decided to take it anyway. And she's saying here, like she'd only take the money so as to keep the peace and kind of close that chapter. But I think that taking the money would feel like something beyond that from the friend's perspective. So to this listener, if you're listening, definitely say something to your friend like ASAP. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because that would be a what deal? It would be a sleigh. No, that wouldn't be a sleigh. Oh, no, it would be a sleigh. With the Sorry. truth, with yeah. the truth, with the honesty. It, it, it wasn't a sleigh. It will be it a sleigh. It will be a sleigh, listener. <laughs> there is still time. Guys, that is it for today's episode of Everybody Has a Secret. Dill, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you, Eilish, for being here as well. To those at home listening, thank you for supporting the show. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. See you next Friday. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello guys, Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.